Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer Jake. Hello Joe. And my lovely wife Lisa from upstairs. Hey babe. And uh, we're getting back into our recording of our regular episodes and this is our first regular episode of 2020. 2020? 2020. And uh, we have a big announcement that we have a YouTube channel now. So we'll put a link on our page that links to the YouTube channel at thingsjoehates.com or you just go to YouTube and search for Things Joe Hates and our channel is the first thing that comes up. Uh, my daughter Kayla has done some uh, some animation, not really animation, but art for uh, an outtake that didn't make the blooper reel because it was too long. But it really lent itself to a good story that goes along with these pictures. And I, I think it's absolutely hilariously funny the way she drew it. It's it's great. It's awesome. Well done. I Definitely love it. Good stuff. I really liked it. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it yet, go take a look at it. It's pretty funny. Let's get into the hate. Uh, this was my very first hate of 2020. I hate Chargers. Lisa? Like the Los Angeles Chargers? Nope. Like, like phone the Chargers? cards? Nope. <laughs> so, Lisa, why don't you explain to everybody what a Charger is? Well, any civilized person uses civilized them when they eat a fancy Oh, that's meal. why I, know, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's basically a beautiful little plastic plate, sometimes metal, I guess. You could spend a lot of money and, and get real plates for underneath of it. But it's just to really accent your center plate, and usually that's done in a nicer meal, like Christmas meal and New Year's, maybe Easter. And the reason these meals are important is because I spend a lot of time cooking your food for these meals, and you love it, and so it's always nice to accent this. So, so let me see if I have this right. It's yeah. essentially... Another plate. It's a looking plate. It's a it's a it's a looking plate. <laughs> it's a plate for my plate. Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. So yes. it's another dish that I have to wash that serves no useful purpose other than to provide. I, oh, I'd like to a back visual... up a minute. Back why? up a minute. You what? Why? Wait. Why? You don't wash them. Oh, excuse me. Who washed? Who was washing the dishwasher? Right, hang on, hang on, YouTube. Let me pull you apart here. <laughs> Lisa. Yes. Why not just use a fancy looking plate? Why do you need a plate? To your accent plate. your plate. Because when you could just have a plate that's already nicely accented by itself. I purposely bought white plates. Completely white uh-huh. embossed edged plates. Uh-huh. So that I could then have chargers that for each holiday. So I use red for Christmas and different colors for different occasions. So does that mean that there's more chargers that we're going to be spending money on coming into my house? I have red and silver. You have red and silver. I think that'll silver. cover all. Okay. So there's you've already purchased all of these chargers. They're in our house. Uh, great. As an extremist utilitarian, I don't get it. I don't get why chargers, what purpose they serve. I do agree As with the him. woman of the house... Okay. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I am setting the tables with the chargers every fancy meal. (laughs) Well, okay. uh... Unless you want to sit at the kids' table with Jake. (laughs) As a matter of fact. 
think Jake, you had Chargers at the kids' plate or table last year, didn't you? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I got enough for everybody. <laughs> Great, fantastic. Well, they're not bad. You have to say, you have to admit it looks nice, and I take the time. It does look nice. I tweeted a picture of the charger, the red chargers that we have under the white plates. So and, and the little Christmas tree napkins I made? No, I didn't tweet that because I actually like those. Those are very clever. Yes. And they serve a useful purpose. When when I have food on my on my on the corner of my mouth, I pick up the napkin tap, and I wipe tap, it off. Tap. No, seriously, you hate them? I don't I don't see the purpose in them. I yeah, I don't I don't to the point of hating them. Yeah, I hate them. Mhm. Huh. Huh. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> I know well, it doesn't matter. Joe, let you know that you've pissed your wife off. <laughs> I hate when I click the wrong button, either real or virtual. Agreed. And this happens to me. You know where this happens to you most of the time? Where? In an elevator. If I'm coming into my if I'm coming into my elevator in my office and I need to go down to the basement, invariably I will click on the up button. And that's the wrong button. Why? And immediately after doing it, I'll realize wrong button. Then, most of the times, when I get in the elevator, I will push the button for the floor I'm on rather than the floor I go to. I answer the wrong question. Do you get nervous when you have to ask these questions of yourself? I mean, these are what? normal questions, Joe. Joe, it's, I, I don't know. I, I get if you do this once in a while, but it sounds like this happens on a, on a regular basis. This happens to me on a regular basis, and it's not new. I've I been doing one. this Hit all the buttons. Years. No. <laughs> hit all the buttons, no, and then that's... you'll decide at that point that you have hit the right one at some point, and then you can just get off with the one you need. That's inefficient. Mm. That's effective but inefficient. Joe, you know what's inefficient? <laughs> Pushing the wrong button. That's inefficient. It is. It is. And I hate when I do that. Uh, then there is the other uh, the other problem that we were talking about beforehand. Yes. And this is like when you load a web page. Yeah, and then you go to click on a button. And you're like, oh, sign in or whatever you're going to do. But then an ad loads and you click the ad. Or you clicked something or it like pushed everything else on the screen right. up so you ended up clicking the wrong thing. Yep. NASDAQ used to do that on their web page, and uh, they have since revamped their web page to make it a lot less useful, so I don't use it anymore. But I used to, like, right before I would load a page, I'd have to tell myself, wait a second, here comes the ad, and sure enough, blink, there's the ad, and my button would, would move down, and where my button was is where the ad was. Mm. And they were just trying to get more clicks, yeah, more revenue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's another thing I hate, and I know Lisa loves this. Mm. I hate ferns. What? Ferns. <laughs> hate them. Burns. Joe? Burns. Why, <laughs> why do you hate ferns? Yeah, I hate them. Know. Because they are, they are plants that have been around yeah. for 100 million years. I think you would appreciate that. Right. But if you touch them, what happens? They die. If you, if you touch them, they die. Why do you yeah. hate that? How does a plant that you dies no, when you Joe, touch it? Joe, why do you hate that? Hate. I'll tell you I why. Like, oh, that's I'll tell a dumb you why right now. He likes to touch all the plants, and then he likes to blame <laughs> it on Joey. He touches and breaks the leaves and puts his little finger nail in and makes little designs. And then I look at it like, what in the world happened to this plant? It must have been the boy. I have never once <laughs> cut a design into a plant with my fingernail. That has never happened. <laughs> Joey, do you touch the plants? I will I will touch like the lilies as I walk by them. Okay. Because I enjoy the feeling of touching the plant. I will touch my uh I in my office I have a couple of plants. I have a um what is it called? Oh crap. It's the jade. one Jade. No, it's jade and what else? What's the one that you gave me to keep alive? 
that you were going to kill, the orchid. The orchid. I right. can't keep those things alive for anything. They just so, they look at me and go, oh, I'm dying right now. So I have an orchid in my office, and uh, and I, I enjoy I en- – Massaging its Not leaves. massaging its tender leaves. And I, I have a jade plant in my office as well. Actually, you really can't touch the jade plant no, because that, it's a succulent. they'll come right out. Yeah. So I don't understand why you don't hate them too then. Because uh, when you touch good, their that's leaves – That's a good point. Gonna, there you go. That's a good point. False. You're wrong. But, uh, you have to love them. Jades may not have been around for 100 million years. So I have those plants in my office, and they're fine. Uh, and they're also small. But for some reason, you go out every spring, and you buy two enormous ferns. Yep. And you hang them up outside. Yep. And you lovingly water them. Yep. And the first thing that happens in the wintertime is they die. And then they go in the trash. They go in the trash. I could bring them in, but for some reason, somebody says, I hate them. So I, I don't bother bringing them in. Why? I still don't understand how you could care enough about a plant to hate it. Ask them about geraniums. <laughs> what? what? Joe? <laughs> Joe, do you hate geraniums? They're not geraniums. You said it wrong. It's geraniums. Okay, the one time I had a malaprism, malapro, mal, the mispronunciation. Malapropism. Of a, malapropism. Thank you, Jake. Yes. One time, I, uh, for some reason, I thought geraniums were called geraniums. With a D. With a D. And I don't know why I thought that. So after I was done laughing for three days, right. I told him, no, no, it is geraniums. How old were you when, when you learned of this? I was 50. No, I was one? not in my 50s. <laughs> I was 40s. Yes. I was in my 40s, probably. Late 40s. No, Oof. I don't know, but I hate geraniums too because Why? they stink. Oh, they stink okay, terribly. You know what? I I can get that. I can get that. This plant stinks. I hate that it stinks. Right. And but you hate that a fern dies when you touch it or dies in the wintertime. Well, I mean, I hate that a fern. That a fern is a is a 100 million year old plant. That okay, can't well, survive the modern no, world. No, the fern itself is not 100 years old. Its lineage is 100 the years species, old. The species, yeah. Yeah. Also, who cares? Why does that matter? Do you want me to bring them in from now on? Save us our $12 every year. I don't want those things dropping their stupid leaves all over my house. Don't They're touch little them. tiny leaves. Because so, that's what's going to happen is I touch them, I brush up against them, and they just go, oh, Joe touched me, and they fall apart. What what is stupid why plant? Because I, I, I mean now I have to that. walk around a plant. I have to be careful around a plant. Have... No, let them die in the fall. Right, so why you, what, wasn't that what I do? Anyway, back to uh-huh. back to geranium. <laughs> that that made watching uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation again with my wife a real treat because every time they talk about the hull being made of geranium, <laughs> I'd get. <laughs> You think you thought that's how you said geranium? <laughs> Wrong. Doesn't let it go. Well, did you? Okay, so <laughs> you watched Star Trek before you learned about how to say geraniums properly, correct? Yeah, I must not have uh, paid attention. You meant... <laughs> that's right. I must have missed it. I don't, that's a good point. That is an excellent point because I don't remember ever at that point in time at any, watching Levar Burton say the word geranium and me going, "Wait a minute." They're maybe I should flowers? look. Up, maybe I should look this up. Well, that's what runs the enterprise. No, it's a di- bunch dilithium. of geraniums that are flowers. <laughs> <laughs> and then every time somebody gets close, Jordy goes, "Don't touch it! Don't touch it! Don't touch it! Don't hold your nose! Hold your nose! They stink!" <laughs> that would be the worst starship ever, powered by ferns I, and geraniums. That's another story. But you know what? It would be it would be exactly what the enemy didn't expect. Ah. <laughs> You gotta board your ship. Where's the power source? Uh, oh, uh, the plants. 
The what? Okay, he's joking with us. <laughs> and finally, the last bit of hate for me this week is I hate sheets that aren't tucked in at the bottom of the bed. That's uh. so funny because I totally love it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else? At night, when you make the bed, which is oh so often, um, I, I, uh, I I go in, I untuck I, I, my I side it, yeah. of the bed for sure. You untuck your side of the bed. Yes. Yes. Which is great because you like to stick your feet out at the bottom of the bed. My bottom little of the toes sheets. like the air. Well, my little toes like the air too, but I stick them out the side. Then you're wrong. No, <laughs> I'm not wrong. But the problem is if I don't have those sheets tucked in, then at some point in time, the bottom of that sheet is winding up up by my knees or by my neck. You know why? Because you're pulling the covers up over your head all the time. I pull the covers up over my head in the cold because I like to be warm when I'm sleeping. Well, then that's why you have to tuck it in because if you don't, that's exactly what's going to happen. I tuck it in yeah. to keep myself from having that problem, yes. I, I would agree that it does suck if like the, the blanket gets all screwed up, but... Wait, did we talk about this already? I don't think so. I don't remember, but we've done over 100 episodes, so who right. knows? If somebody knows whether or not we have, you could direct us to the episode. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we no, we had a, we had a Joe Raise Your Hate where someone was talking about the uh, the fitted sheet popping off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate that too, but yeah. that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the regular sheet the going under the... Or the sheets or the blanket itself. Yeah. has to be tucked in at the bottom of the bed or I can't sleep. I cannot sleep. Unless that's done. So half of our sheets are tucked in at the bottom of the bed, and the other half are not. Lisa, is that's... that an exaggeration? Not at all. <laughs> that, is, that is 100% accurate. I'm sitting here, and out of the corner true. of one eye, Joe says, I cannot sleep if the blanket is not tucked in. And out of the other corner of my eye, I see Lisa go, <sighs> <laughs> The reaction told me that that, that was a lie. I've got it. It was it was an exaggeration. I think if he's sleepy enough, he'll be fine. But he really does. He's he's you, been known to get out of bed, go down to his side of the bed, and tuck his yeah. sheet in. I've seen it. Yep. So and I'm like, don't tuck mine in. It's crazy. All right, Jake. So what do we got this week for Joe rates your hate? We got a lot of stuff, Joe. Excellent. The first one is from Juliet Miranda from the Unwritable Rant. She says she hates millennial speak. Aha. Young okay, people boomer. slang. <laughs> She says, uh, today, the 20-something checker at uh, Target said, Hundo P to me. I nodded like I understood what she meant, but I don't because it's not a word. So I... there's two two flip sides of this. Right. One is that's how slang works. Right. It's not something you find in the dictionary usually, especially right at the beginning. Right. But I think that if you go too many layers deep with your slang, like – there's a natural progression to slang, right? That uh, you know, you you make one step away from the normal way to express something that usually people get the hang of fairly quick, right? Or at least people hip to it get it fairly quick. If you have to go, like I had no idea what hundo p meant, and it had to take quite a few layers of reasoning before I, I you know, oh, hundred percent got it. Right. That means they agree with you. Yeah. So here, here's another great story, and here's how I handle this, Juliet. When when I come in contact with a new piece of, of slang that the young people use, I start using it myself, right? Like I have, uh, I'm at my work. There are people who are about my daughter's age all the time, and uh, one of them used the term BT dubs, right? And I was like, 
BT dubs. Is that like BTW? And she goes, yeah, that's like what we used to say. That's what we say now for, for by the way. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Why not say by the way? I'm going to, uh, it's actually, it, actually from the old, uh, you know, internet chat room typing, like on IRC and stuff like that. You'd say BTW, right? Instead of by the way, or AFK away from keyboard, all that other stuff. But I had a great experience at my house when I was in the kitchen and my daughter was in, in the uh, dining room and I wanted to say something. So I said, Oh, BT dubs, whatever I wanted to say. And I got exactly what I wanted. I got my daughter turning her head towards me, turning her head down and glaring up at me. And that was what I wanted. And it was hilarious. And yesterday with you, I said, <laughs> you basic. I went, you what? <laughs> and you said, <laughs> You said, that does not sound right coming out of the mouth of a 50-year-old man. And I said, good enough for me. And what was even better about it was that our daughter heard that I had done this and worked with her friends to figure out how I had learned it. I got inside their heads, Jake. And uh, I'm, I'm very happy about it. I don't know. It's just something I like doing is irritating young people. So, Juliet, next time you see that person and uh, and they say something that you agree with, just go, hundo P. And don't try to sound cool. Try to sound as awkward as possible. Like Hundo P. Oh my God. That's what. <laughs> See, I don't play. I just this say, is... what did you say? That sounds great, Joe. <laughs> That's an excellent idea. What? <laughs> so the next one. <laughs> Jeez. Cutting you off right there. The next one is Angela from Facebook. She says she hates NFL replay pass interference no calls. Why make the rule if you won't overturn any calls or no calls? Hmm. Agreed. I have the answer. Why? Okay. So this Jake's I'm, going to I'm enlighten us. I'm going to go into sports ball land so all the people that are like I hate sports, you can leave for a second. Come back in like a minute or so. So, last year NFC Championship game uh Rams at the Saints. There was blatant pass interference at the end of the game that wasn't called and allowed the Rams to win. The thing is, the city of New Orleans and the fans of of New Orleans launched a class action lawsuit against the NFL over this, right? Are you kidding? No. Uh, and part of the way that the NFL covered their ass was by allowing this replay stuff to say, okay, well, we'll, we'll allow pass interference to become reviewable especially if it's something that could change the outcome of a game. The thing is, that particular case of pass interference was incredibly blatant. Like, even the people who committed the penalty were like, yeah, that was a penalty. You know, normally sometimes people will be, like, biased and they'll say, no, it wasn't. But even the people who would have been biased towards saying it wasn't were like, yeah, it was. So a vast majority of the time, though, it's not that clear-cut. It's a lot harder, especially... Uh, when there's there's a lot of factors at play here, there's a lot of variables. It's a lot more difficult to hash that all out. And when it's at all in question, the NFL always will say whatever the call was on the field, stick with that. So they don't overturn things usually. It's very rare that they do. Now I've watched a, few, a little more football this year than I did last year. Last year I watched no football, uh -huh. loved every minute of it. This year I've watched maybe three or four games, and. Every time I've watched a game this year, yeah, I'm, I've not been pulling for any dog. I have no dogs in any of these fights, right? Uh -huh. I'm just watching the game. Yeah. And I have seen, regardless of who the penalty is called against, I have seen penalties missed and wrong penalties called over yeah. and over again. And these officials are terrible. 
Yeah, it's gotten quite bad. They are awful. This year was probably the worst it's been in a while. Now, Jake. They keep adding everything and changing everything. I mean. That is a great point. They, they, the NFL is constantly adding all these new rules and, and putting layers upon layers of what's already there that they haven't hashed out to begin with. Right. And so now there's these guys running around trying to They're keep doing up. the best with the information that they have, and yeah. I don't think that it's fair. You... There, is, there is something to be said about having an incredibly vague rule book that's there just to cover the corporation's ass as opposed to actually resolving issues on the field. So now these refs partially – Partially, it's them being left out to dry because they have to interpret this garbage that is the NFL rulebook. Now, if you want a, a, an example of the good use of the replay rule in officiating, look no further than rugby. Oh, my God. And <laughs> Oh, my God. You will, see, you will see that when something happens, the official will go, stop. Let me see that again on the big screen. And the official won't even make a call. He won't make a call because he doesn't know what's going on. And he openly admits, I don't know what's going on. Well, Let's that's not look. a bad idea. Well, well, Let's look at what's going on. The game will be a lot on. longer. Well, right. There, that part of it is that with rugby, a lot of the times to watch a rugby game, you pay subscriptions to services that stream them or have them that channel for you. The NFL doesn't. The NFL goes on the basic cable packages that everybody gets. So they have to worry about timing with time. other shows. Exactly. Number one. Number two. Oh, they don't care about timing two. with other shows. Yes, they, they do. Joe, they do Joe, not. Joe, oh, Joe, no, they don't. Joe. They will run over into the Simpsons Joe, anytime a game goes long. Doesn't they, matter. And they owe money if that happens. They'll do it. They do it. All- Joe, they don't want to lose money. They don't want this to happen. Some of the, the reasons why they cut a lot of stuff about uh, replay, this was especially the case in the 90s. There was a big debate about whether they should even have replay at all because – the games were like four hours long. What I think is when the the reason that they have these talk shows right after the game, they do what a half hour talk of of yeah. the game. So if the game runs over, they're not really cutting anymore. Yeah. The Simpsons, they're cutting the after exactly. game talk. Then they don't owe money, and so they don't owe money. I mean, they really did smarten up in that sense. So well, that, so another point to why they why that's different than the rugby, for example, is rugby is continuous, right? Yes. The NFL's not. It's, no. It, it's based on plays. Yeah. So you have to let a play finish if there's no danger to players to continue the game other, other, other than the normal baseline. You could get hurt because it's a violent sport. So – Well, yeah, they don't do that in rugby either. They don't stop play to, to – they, they, You just they, said the guy says, stop, I need to see that again. Right, exactly. That's like when something has happened, right? Yeah. When, when the ball has been out of, gone out of bounds – or when they think a try has been scored, they'll go back and look at all the plays that led up to that try, all the passes that led up to, to the try, if they think one of them was forward. And they'll and if that happens, no try. Well, but again, that's just, that's just because there's no plays in rugby. That's there right. There is in football. So that should have happened already by the time you would score a touchdown if the offending play wasn't the one that scored the touchdown. Right. Now, But that what but, my point is this, that the officials go and say – let me look at that. They don't just go, uh, that's this, I think. Uh, we'll go with that. Well, and they they do replay stuff. We watch they, have, the, they have a little den they go into, a little yeah. tent. Now, Only I, when the coaches ask them to, right? right. No. Oh. No, the oh, league can really? say to do something. They can. New York can call down and say, you might run a review of that. Or like, there's specifically a guy up in a booth that just watches the game from up above. 
And if they think something needs to be reviewed, they'll call down to the head referee and say, hey, stop the play, review this play. That I think that you missed something. Now, do they do it well? No, they don't do it well. I think partially it's the NFL rulebook, like Lisa was saying, that there's so many, all these extra rules and everything they have to worry about, like what is a catch anymore, nobody knows. They also is they aren't as transparent with how they go through the play. I do agree with you when it comes to you can hear the ref talk when he's talking to replay officials and say, hey, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. And there was one thing. I don't know if you guys remember the AAF that lasted like a couple games. It was like a uh, a low, like a minor league football. League. Yeah. Uh, like it was last year. It was a year spring or time, right? Yeah. And what they did was they would have the ref mic'd up when there was a re- review as, along with the league representative up in the booth who was also watching the play with them. The, the head ref would go, we've got a challenge or – I don't know about this. Can we review this? And you would hear them talking back and forth. And the replay official, she'd be like, "Yeah, uh, he didn't get the second foot inbound, so that is an incomplete pass." And and that and that is exactly how it goes down in rugby. Okay, so and that's how they should do it in the NFL. I agree. But the time should be doesn't make football going. Doesn't make. Does the time? Does the time? Does the, does the clock stop? No, the clock time? is stopped at that point in time. Even at rugby? Yes. What? Well, All right. Well, then I don't know what this conversation is about, yeah. other than. I'm saying that it they could do it. it they could do a better I, job of I officiating just, in the NFL, and they could take a hint from rugby and from the AAF or whatever it was. The the, the football just, for somebody who hates the, football. Yeah, you're you care. caring an awful lot. <laughs> the, this is why I don't watch football anymore. It's one of the reasons but I can't you do sit now. here. You just said you I do. said watch four games, and every single one of them but, was frustrating because of the officiating. Joe, you watched infinitely more games this year than you did last year. That's correct. And next year, I'll probably watch infinitely less. Really? Yeah, I, I, I may watch one so. or two games. I don't know. I'm going to be watching the Ravens for the rest of this season. Right. So, you know, because I've got to pull for the hometown team. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Angie, I hate this too. I hate this with a passion, and you're 100 correct. And there are better ways to do it, and the NFL is not doing a good enough job. But you don't care about football, but they you think they're it. going to revamp that. You think I, they end up doing? That? I don't know. I think for there to be, I think at this point, the NFL's done itself such a poor PR service. Since Roger Goodell took over the league, like he's made them a lot of money with with television, t- television, and and the draft, and he's done a lot of things that have gotten the NFL to make lots of money. But the PR for the NFL has tanked as a result of his policies. Yeah. So I think the commissioner of the NFL needs to leave before they can begin to repair this. Yeah, I would agree. Well, it is what it is. Yep. Next, we have Pop Up Filmcast. Ah. They say I hate. That the lint keeps showing up in my belly button. Oh my God. Hmm. I have a suggestion, my friends. These are uh, fellow Podfix Networks podcasts, and I guessed it on one of their podcasts. Take a shower every day. I don't have that problem. Do you I have take, this problem? Yeah, I shower every day. And do you get lint in your belly button? Yeah, I do. Huh. Why don't I get it's lint okay, in my belly, belly button? Don't let him yell at you like that. <laughs> It's a different clothing and the different fabrics that you wear. That's where it comes from. Maybe it's because I always wear a cotton t-shirt. I wear cotton all the time. But I'm like, like every day I wear a white cotton t-shirt. I don't know. I never get lint in my, and I have a deep belly button. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one is uh, Alice from Facebook. She says, I live in Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada, and I hate having to wear all the extra stuff, i.e. mitts, toques, bulky coats, etc. in the winter. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy winter-type activities, just wish I could do said activities without all the bulk. Yeah. 
I, I think that's one of the things I wonder about is we've come a long way in material sciences. How come we don't have slimmer, warm coats? Well, think about this. How? Okay, okay, we can go there. Isn't there a ba- or a, a sleeping bag that is rather thin that you can be out in like ridiculous low temperatures? Yeah, I think there is. So why not get one of those and make yourself a jacket? Because it's ugly as sin. <laughs> Are you warm? Yeah. Yeah. Is well, it bulky? There you go. I, I think, Consider it done. Well, I think it's partially because it's expensive. Yeah, it is expensive. It's a lot well, more you expensive. Have, you have than... to decide what you want. Right. I I I don't know. I think it's fine. Also, I do hate I wearing big bulky clothes in the wintertime, though. you live in though. Canada, it's going to get cold. Yeah, I hate wearing bulky clothes in the wintertime. But you know what? One of the thing, my favorite things to do is like put on a hoodie right now when the room is a little bit cool. Put on a hoodie, put it up, and you know what? I often just doze off. It's awesome. Is the hoodie tucked in? No. <laughs> no who tucks in a hoodie? <laughs> no, I figured someone who would tuck in the sheet. That's what I Okay. <laughs> What's next, Jake? <laughs> next, we have Lauren from Twitter. She says she hates Hollywood award season. Ah, preach what, on. Yeah. What other job can a person have where they think the rest of the world cares how other people think they performed? I work in accounting. Who wants to get dressed up and come watch me get an award for my math skills? Oh, no wow. one. The answer is no one. I-, I get this. I come to work every morning walking on rose petals to my office. <laughs> right. I turn on my computer and then tons of confetti shoots out the sides <laughs> of it. It goes, Lisa, QuickBooks is yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yes, I get it. It's dumb. I- you know, here, 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 here's a trophy for doing your job. Right, yeah. I, I really don't think I, – I, I, I hate these things immensely. You won't watch them. And I won't watch them. And I, I, am, I despise the fact that they even exist, almost to the point that I despise royalty existing. Because you know what? I don't care that you're an actor and every, all the other actors think you're a great actor. I don't care. I yeah, so I think you say that, but you are really saying it with such passion well, and hate that you do care. Well, well, hang on, I I will <laughs> defend him on this point. I do think it has something to do with how it's shoved in everyone's face. Right. It would be one thing if they had their their gala one night. They rented out a hotel ba- uh, uh, ballroom and and had a, an award ceremony. More power to you. Right. It's the fact that it's televised and they use it to like stand and make political statements. And it's yeah. Like, I don't want who, your political, you, you are an matter? actor. You have spent absolutely no time no, no, no. thinking about political, no. political issues. No, that's the wrong answer because so have us relative right. to politics. I think they have just as much right as everyone else to have their opinion and to voice their opinion. The problem is they're projecting their opinion as if it's gospel as if it's better than everyone else's. Let opinion. me tell you, let me tell you the, the biggest thing of, that the oh, I can't I can remember this when it was when Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were still still married, and they said Brad Pitt. I heard him say, and I like Brad Pitt. I think he's a good actor. But I heard him say, "We're going to go over to to Israel to see if we can solve the Israel Palestinian problem because this has been going on for far too long." And I was like, "What the hell? How full of yourself do you have to be to think that you're going to walk over there?" I mean, can you imagine? 
the Israelis yes, um, and the Palestinians going, oh, good. Here comes Brad Pitt. He's going to solve the problem. Yeah, Brad Pitt's going to walk in and the Israelis and the Palestinians are going to sit on the, at the table and be like, oh, wow. You know what? This is great. If we only had Brad Pitt 100 years earlier, that would have been even better. <laughs> or 1,000 years earlier. I mean, come on. This is the kind of arrogance in these people well, you're talking it about. It sounds like someone who's never solved a huge problem like that before is something they would say. Right. No. And, and so- don't get me wrong. I think Brad Pitt is a great actor. I like a lot of his stuff and I, but, and maybe he, he deserves the awards. You're right. But you know what? I don't want to see you get up on stage and do, and have an, have an award ceremony it's, and tell. It's pitched as some really important thing. It's absolutely. That it isn't. And the, the ratings for these shows bear that out. Bottom right. line is people are going to watch it. They've proven it over and over again. There's nothing you're going to do about it. What's next, Jake? Next we have Koi Zero. They say. I have a couple of visually impaired friends, and so it just irks me when I send a particularly witty text to only have Siri completely bungle up the delivery. Huh. Unfortunately, we get what we pay for. Right. I have a solution for you. You yeah, What is it? If you have Facebook Messenger, you can send a voice message. That's exactly right. I would absolutely just... And so then they can hear your voice and your intonation and understand what you mean. Exactly. You can deliver it exactly how you want it delivered and... Siri won't screw it up for you. Hey, why don't we start using that? Because your biggest complaint about text messages is you don't get the intonation. I would do that, but there's times that you will not listen to it because it's easier for you to read it in a meeting than it would be to listen to it. In <laughs> I'm a in a meeting and I, I'm well, I don't stupid. want you to stop and pick up the milk. Then fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything fine at home, Joe? Yeah, everything's great. Thanks. <laughs> so see, that's why. That's why yeah, right there. Because you wouldn't are... listen to it. Right. There are times you can't do that. You would go voice to text okay. and then it would be the same thing. Because <laughs> that's what people do now when they get they get voicemails that go straight to text. Yeah, that's right. I, I haven't li- it's great. I haven't had to muddle through a voicemail message in, in uh I haven't opened up that in a long in months. Time. The only thing that sucks about that is my friend Garth, for some reason he always butt dials me. And I, I, I missed I the call. Funny. <laughs> but then I get a transcript of everything. I get a transcript says. of this stuff. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. That's good. What's next? It. Next, we have the rant of the week. Rant of the week. Another First... one to super listener Jen. Ah. Jen! She says she hates easy open packaging. Ah. I get irate when I really want something out of its package. And feel like a raccoon biting and scratching at it until I get it out. In the kitchen, I have shears at hand so I can cut through the tear here notch in the plastic. The ones that really infuriate me are the stiff plastic blister packs oh, and clamshells. Are the worst. Yeah. Ugh. Trying to get the scissors in a good spot to cause the most damage is the best way to slice the tenderest parts of your hand. Ouch. So now you are irritated, bleeding. I'm cussing at this point and tearing Jen, so at the sorry. remaining carnage that is the torn cut packaging. I've got fixes for this. I can't wait. Go ahead. Yeah. I want to hear. As I'm writing this, Chad has found the official name of my issue, Rap Rage. Rap Rage. And there you have it. All right, it's Jen, pretty good. One. Rap Rage. Right. I hand mine to Joe. <laughs> that is just a simple fact. So, Can you open this? Because I'm not. <laughs> so so there's drafted. your first thing. Second is get an X-Acto knife and a uh, a piece of cardboard and leave it somewhere near your door where you open up your packages. 
Um, and definitely wear cut through gloves because that would help. Cut proof gloves, or 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 just hand it to Chad like <laughs> I do, Joe. <laughs> yeah, this is your problem. <laughs> so I don't know what I was working on yesterday when we were cooking dinner for everybody that we had over yesterday. Yeah, but. There was a package of something I was trying to open, and the kitchen was full of people. <laughs> and I grab a knife, and I'm like, "You're going to pull a Lisa." <laughs> I'm like, "I've got to, I've got to move this knife in a direction away from my body and away from everybody else's body." And there's literally no room no, in this kitchen <laughs> for literally, me to do Joe? that. Literally, 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 I could not turn to find a place to safely run a knife through a package. What were you trying to? Literally, open? literally. I can't remember. It was a bag of something. It may have been a bag of Brussels sprouts. No, maybe it was a bag of... All right. We have scissors. I don't know what it was. Yeah, we do have scissors. Right next to the knives. The scissors were in the dishwasher. (gasps) That's why. And the dishwasher was running. Right where you were opening? Yeah. Hold on. No. Open the damn dishwasher. (laughs) I said it. Jen, that's, that's a great rant of the week. Thanks. All right, everybody. That's the show. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out our merchandise store and our YouTube channel. If you want to support us, we have a subscribe star. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you could rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you can find us, and subscriptions help the most. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at thingsjoehates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thingsjoehates. Our email address is things joe hates podcast at gmail.com links to all of these can be found on our website things joe hates.com female voiceover is provided by andrea petrilli podcast artwork is by Susie blake i'm nate goodwin for things joe hates